You're listening to Her Body on Body IOFM, the women's source for optimal health and lifelong performance, with your host, Alex Navarro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Her Body, brought to you by Body IOFM. I'm your host, Alex Navarro, and we have a, a very good friend of mine, Alyssa Chang, in studio today, which is very exciting for me because I don't get a lot of in-studio guests. <laughs> um, they're usually uh, calling in via Skype, so it's always fun to just have a little chat beforehand. And I mean, in any guest I bring on, we always try not to talk too much before we record <laughs> because you always say the best stuff before and we realized mm-hmm. oh crap I should have been recording mm-hmm. this whole time so mm-hmm. luckily we did talk a lot but it had <laughs> little to do with what we're going to talk about today so we saved all the good stuff for you guys um, so welcome to the show Alyssa. thank you thank you so much for joining me yeah thank you for having me and I was actually recently on your podcast yes which was really fun yes uh, so I will probably put a little link in there cool so people can check that out because yeah we talked about some similar things that we'll, we'll chat about today but it was a little bit more about me mm-hmm. and uh today will be a little more about you oh so cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> some similarities and crossovers but uh just a brief introduction to who Alyssa is we met when did we decide that was 2007 2010 no, 2010 yeah okay back in the competition circuit mm-hmm. uh, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a few minutes uh, but Alyssa is a wellness and movement coach out of the South Bay area California and what's the gym that you work out of um, it's called evolution trainers so just a primarily for personal trainers to work out of. Yeah. So we have our own clients and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where she does all of her amazing video video <laughs> demos. Uh, any of, if you've followed her on Instagram or if you go to check her out after the episode, you will find, you'll see what I'm talking about. Today. <laughs> it's just great lighting and things like that. Great lighting. <laughs> that's where I met her to record the show. And it was, it was a beautiful facility. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's spacious. It's kind of got right? everything you need. Had a good mm-hmm. vibe to it, which really makes a difference yeah anybody who's trained in a gym before (laughs) the environment makes a huge difference it does it really does i mean like like you said like the lighting those little sunroofs man i know make you so much happier when you work out (laughs) it's true natural lighting does a lot uh so how did you get just like briefly because we have a i know we have like a a bunch of different things we want to talk about today uh but a little bit of background on you and sort of how you got into movement especially Mm -hmm. and Let's start with that because I think we'll get into the wellness side of things okay. when we talk about the competitions. Yeah. So uh, movement in general has been a big part of my life. I started playing volleyball when I was really young. So I was always very interested in how I could get faster and stronger, more powerful. And I'm I'm only 5'4". And um, oftentimes when I tell people I was a volleyball player, they look at me and they're like, but you're small. And I was like, but I was quick. <laughs> So it was a lot of training on my end where I had to kind of compensate for what I lacked in height. Um, So I spent a lot of years, a lot of my off season and summer just training and getting more familiar with being in a weight room. And um, eventually that led me to majoring in kinesiology and then kind of somewhat falling into a, a career in training. Nice. Yeah. And when did you start that? So that was a long time ago then. Like Yeah. Um, 2008 was when I got hired as a trainer. Okay. Yeah. It was a really interesting story, too, because 
this guy had come into our nutrition class just to talk about, you know, he was a fitness manager. And if any of us had questions, to just reach out to him. So I reached out to him. He called me in. He's like, why don't we meet in person? And he's like, you should come back the next time after I met him. And midway through my second, like, meeting mm -hmm. with the, like, manager, I realized I am sitting in an interview. Oh, <laughs> And I, was surprised. Like, and I was like in jeans and like a sweater. And I was like, oh, this is an interview. Well, fortunately, <laughs> they hired me. <laughs> and then I became a trainer. Yeah. Nice. Those, those interviews are actually like the best. Yeah. You don't know because there's you no pressure. No pressure. You're totally yourself. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. That's really funny. <laughs> so I actually kind of similarly to how I got. My job as a personal trainer. I know, because when you were telling yours on my show, I was like, that's so funny. That's almost the exact thing that happened to yeah, me. Yeah, I was seeing a trainer at the gym yeah. and kind of complaining about my job at the time. <laughs> and he was like, you should just be a trainer. You're here yeah. all the time. Right. And right. then you don't have to pay for a membership. And I was like, <laughs> that sounds kind of nice. Right, right. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot in that that was your foundation, mm -hmm. the movement. Um and then I could see then, which is a similar to my story, how the competition circuit sort mm -hmm. of, you know, came about. Yes, yes. And uh, and it was it was newer at the time mm -hmm. when both of us started. It was was definitely not what it uh, has morphed into now, which is quite a different creature. Yeah, for lack of a better description. <laughs> Sometimes they say ugly ugly creature, but there is still you know. Yeah. Not ugly parts about it, but it's it's gone more that direction than it was when we first started. Yeah, I think. totally. And, um, but we shared a very similar story mm -hmm. as well in, in the earlier years of of competing. Do you want to talk a, a little bit about that, or sort of just you know how you got it, how you got started, what some of the results were, and how that led you into more of the wellness work yeah. that you do now? Because they're very much intertwined and related totally um well very similar to alex i mean you on on my show you talked about just kind of like oh i want to compete for something you know you lose sight of like what you're training for and you want to mm -hmm. train for something because you've been so used to doing that and so that's when it kind of like someone sparked my interest of like hey you ever heard of figure competitions and i was like no what is that <laughs> and it's very similar alex she was like i don't I had no idea what that was and i googled it and i was like oh gosh this is girls are so beautiful you know and and i felt like i was training hard enough to look right. similar to that but something you know was a little off mm -hmm. so um i did not do good research and and anytime i do you know talk to new clients or people that are interested in competing that's the first thing i say i was like do your research make sure you look at mm -hmm. you know not only how the how the girls are getting to the stage but the months after i think that tells a lot about the type of programming that the coach puts them on, the type of support that they offer after show. And um, you and I mentioned um, the type of care that goes just for them as people <laughs> and their yes. health. Yes. Um, so I researched a coach, um, put me on a very cookie cutter plan. Mm -hmm. um, I had no fat in my diet. I was very low carb, very high protein. Um, a lot of cardio, very typical of like a old school yeah. type of training. Very I mean, I got school. lean, right? <laughs> got lean. Um, I did lose my menstrual cycle really quickly. Um, not a good sign. And, um, you know, I competed show after show. And then uh, there was a point where, you know, I started to just not feel well. But, you know, you're such in that mode of like, I have all these shows lined up. I'm going to still compete. And so you just 
push through it. I mean, being an athlete, you're just so used right. to pushing past your limitations. Right. When you kind of mark that as 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 a gauge totally. of your commitment, yes. of your intensity and training, it's like, well, yeah, of course you're going to be tired. Like, I'm working really hard. Right. That's part of the game. Right. Like, if you're not, I mean, just like all those quotes that you see, like, <laughs> you know, no pain, no gain, yeah. go hard or go home. Like, right. that's sort of the mentality. And I had the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't even consider there being the possibility that I would didn't have to invest the amount of time or energy um discipline sacrifices sub- man sacrifices <laughs> we'll talk about that later uh if you could see how big our eyes were right exactly. now in regards to after that <laughs> but that that was what was necessary to make that yeah. happen for a recreational sport right right <laughs> but Again, it was a growing sport, and there was sort of this, like, you know, besides the shiny trophy, <laughs> which was plastic, usually. <laughs> um, you know, at the end, there was, for me, too, there was sort of this, well, maybe this will propel me in one direction. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, if I got, maybe I'll get to the point where I can get a sponsorship, and mm-hmm. then... You know, I had this misconception of, like, well, I'll just train for work. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. and there was a disconnect between like this is not a professional athlete sport. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look at the checks that these women get cut, and you then you have to factor in well, how much did you invest in makeup, hair, your suit, the travel, the hotel, the lodging? You're like, I just broke even, and I trained months. Yep. If you broke even too, broke, right? <laughs> yeah, and I, there were only like three shows that I ever actually got a financial compensation mm. from, and literally I was like, whew, okay, cover my cost. Yeah. <laughs> When? I'm kind of going home with still the plastic trophy, but cool. Right. You know, right. at least I'm not in debt. Right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. totally. But it's very easy to get caught up in that and mm-hmm. and the time commitment. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you realize, like, I'm really tired. Yeah. And it's not working as well as it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very so. much so. And it's just like the mentality you are – you continue to approach this whole like Mm -hmm. it's now a lifestyle for yourself you're always tupperwareing your food you're always like saying no to social engagements you're always prioritizing the gym over family time and friends time you know it's like that's become who you are and it's so unfortunate I think that's the one thing when I look back I'm like wow like I I definitely missed out on life when I was prepping and when I was competing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep big time Mm -hmm. I completely agree well and you know without getting into like age not really having a lot to do with it but it kind of does we were both in our 20s in our 20s when we started competing and you know 20 year olds want to have a good time yeah (laughs) and uh (laughs) I mean it's almost better that we went through that in those years because we then had the opportunity to fix things before they really could have caused a lot of damage and you know when I look at some of uh, the older women that I get or that come to me who mm-hmm. went through that in their later years, it's a lot harder for us mm-hmm. to sort of fix any potential mm-hmm. damage that was caused. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's kind of like, well, it's 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 good that we went through it then at yeah. least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually had a friend that made a comment to me and he was like, you know, he, he also made a comment about my age being like, it's, it's kind of a good space where you're in that you competed at this age mm-hmm. versus if you did it when you're 18. It's true. Because then, like, I thought I was, I had your regular, regular in quotation marks of um, being body aware and slightly self-conscious. And then after I rebounded, I was, like, 
so conscious of my body and I was mm-hmm. so hard on myself and so negative. And I, I remember just telling myself, like, thank goodness you had at least five years of not being so invested in attaching your body to who you were and your worth. And when I competed when I was 23, at least I had, like I said, those five years to just be present with my body and training it to be strong and powerful and quick, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's a huge, and it's a huge, you know, mindset shift. Totally. When that happens. Mm -hmm. And this is something we talked a lot about on your show Mm -hmm. is sort of the, you know, we talk about this on my show a lot too, the b- different layers of body dysmorphia mm-hmm. and the value that we put in ourselves and how we look or just how we feel about ourselves and how it related to how we look or how we're eating or different right. behaviors around it and not getting obsessive mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. things or overly controlling Yeah, and yeah. looking at different patterns. And, you know, I've talked about this. I don't remember if we talked about this on your show or not, but I never really had issues around food prior to competing, mm-hmm. ever. You just like food. I just like food, and <laughs> I ate it when I wanted to, and yeah. ate things that I did, and that wasn't, there was like, you know, nothing else beyond that. And it wasn't until I started having a plan and being restrictive that I was like, why do I keep like wanting to eat my roommate's cookies and <laughs> yeah. like, eat a jar of almond butter? Like, this is so different, and I have no yeah. idea what's coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, completely like, agree yeah it's, it's crazy. just exposes you to a different perspective of like all the different types of relationships people have with food like what is obsession obsessive eating behaviors look like and when you're competing you're so restricted and you're watching the food network while you're doing cardio and you're thinking about your next meal even though you already ate your meal it's like that is like so much obsession and that again is another red flag that i wish i was aware of you right. know like this doesn't seem very healthy for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't, again, early in early on when we were doing it, it wasn't a conversation that people were having. No. You Mm-mm. couldn't find anything Mm-mm. about that. Mm-mm. It was, you know, when we talked about disordered eating, we were talking about like anorexics. Yeah. We're talking about those, that disordered eating patterns, not sort of this obsessive controlled clean eating. You know, if it's not clean, I'm not going to, you know, or I'm going to feel really bad about it afterwards yeah. and mm-hmm. go do run on the treadmill Yeah, because I feel so bad. Right, um, right. And uh, it's it's nice that there are conversations about it. It's, it's a little bit of a shame that we have to have those conversations yeah. because mm-hmm. it's come to that, because it's so prevalent. But, you know, that's, again, one of the reasons why, like the main reason why you've also made a shift into wellness and lifestyle mm-hmm. support. Yes. Yes. Within, you know, the scope of fitness because yeah. fitness is very broad. Yeah, very you broad. Say fitness it <laughs> could mean a hundred different things. Right, um, right. And, uh, and I like, again, on your Instagram page too, you're like very raw, very real about the shit that happens. <laughs> yeah. Like the stuff that goes on, yeah. uh, the different stages of, you know, your own attitude around yourself, what your body's been through. Mm-hmm. There's no like... Uh, what what's I had I had the word in mind of what I was gonna say to describe what a lot of these Instagram pages are like. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is a little superficial level. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there is you know cleaning up of pictures and photoshopping yeah. and like yeah. you know making things look nice and yeah. you know which is great to look at. Yeah, um, but it's not real. Yeah, and you know when I have clients that come to me and they're like, well, I see these girls on these pages, and I'm like, I could literally point out each one of those pages. Who did Photoshop? 
who's <laughs> utilizing something. Yeah. You know, additional yeah. supplementation. Yeah. To, to look like that. Um, you know, X, Y, and Z. Whereas on your page, and I try to do that on mine too, where it's like, this is just how I eat. Yeah. And this is just how I look. Mm-hmm. And this is real. And we all go through it to some extent. Yeah, totally. I mean, I had one of my clients talk to me about, um, she come across the Instagram page and uh, felt down about herself. And it was just unfortunate because we talked about how impressionable we are. I mean, I am too, you know, and I've gone through my own, you know, editing of like who I follow because, you know, I'm like, oh, this actually does bother me, you know? Right. (laughs) And so I always, that's actually so interesting. It's part of my client's like programming. Like we have a conversation around social media and around who you're following and whether or not they're contributing to the the mindset you want to Mm -hmm. attain, which is like, I want to feel good about myself and my body and the way it moves, not the way it looks, you know? And um, we are so impressionable. And it's interesting when I have posted pictures of my competition, one of the ones I got the most, I would say, feedback was one where it wasn't me gaining back my physique. It was actually just going from stage lean to the complete rebound. And just the type of comments that these girls were writing was just like, thank you. You know, because in my head, like I would have loved to come across something like that to know that I wasn't alone. And, and it's, yeah. And it's so nice to just know that, you know, they don't, they could look to my, my other photos and know that I, yes, I was able to, you know, get my body back in in some degree, but it was, it's more so what I try to preach is, is making it known that if you are experiencing things like loss of menstrual cycle, obsessiveness around food, you know, you're not socializing with people, that these are all red markers that could lead to rebounding, that could lead to like your body struggling to manage inflammation and weight gain Mm -hmm. and and mood and all of those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think too what's important is, you know, like you mentioned, sort of getting your body back, which you do, by the way. And and I think you look better now than when Thank you're you. on stage. <laughs> um, you know, well, there's a difference between like, a health, you can tell when someone's healthy. Yeah. And I think it's more if we use that word as well, like getting your body to a healthy point, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's, you know, hormonally in a good place, mm-hmm. everything's internally working <laughs> yes. as it should, yes. you know, plus side, you can wear all the clothes you want to wear yeah. comfortably, like you yeah. feel good in your own skin. Like yeah. when I think of health or someone being healthy, that's sort of what I envision. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's not to say like, oh, if you wanted to get a le- little leaner, sure. At this point, you know how to do that mm-hmm. in a safe way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not a priority. Right. By right. any means. And yeah. moving well. I mean, that's for me too, especially. And mm-hmm. I've talked about like, you know, how do I choose my training methods and modalities? And I was like, I want to be able to like lift up heavy things <laughs> right? and climb on the counters to reach the high cabinets and get stuff <laughs> down because I don't want to get the chair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. functional movements. Functional movements. And yeah, I want right. to do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the gymnastics is fun mm-hmm. because it's, I like, and I like doing it. I'm not doing it to like you know, compete in gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Way too old for that. <laughs> but, you know. Well, I think the interesting thing, too, is, like, your methodology and, and choice of training, like, because you enjoy it so much, because I think your body is meant to also move in yeah. those movement patterns, it, like, definitely will equate to you having a beautiful physique as well. And it's, like, I think we attach too much of, is it chest day? Is it leg day? And we lose sight of that intuition that we always had at one point. Like yeah. I, thinking about it now, I'm like, I should probably do more like agility speed training because that's what I did growing up for volleyball, that's you true. know. And 
Like it's to really take a step back and look at what you used to do and what you actually enjoy doing mm-hmm. is such a seamless and almost easier approach to getting the body you want. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And that's, I mean, it kind of goes with food too. Totally with food. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling yourself, fueling yourself in a way that makes you feel good and satisfied and you have good energy and you eat to eat and it's good food, but you're not thinking about food all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, that's, there's something to be said about that. Right. Right. And uh, I, th- I like the fact that you use, you know, wellness and lifestyle in sort of your, you know, unofficial title mm-hmm. as well as, as I do because mm-hmm. – it's and I just saw a quote and I was going to post it on my Instagram page. Uh, <laughs> Love when you post. And it, it said, "If your goal is to only fit into smaller clothes, it will never be a lifestyle." Mm-hmm. And that's the conversation I have with clients. You know, I would say fifty percent of people who come to me want to lose weight mm-hmm. or body fat. And uh, while that's a to- totally reasonable goal, absolutely, especially if the goal is like, yeah, to lose some weight so I'm healthier. Right. You know, trying to frame it as, you know, what's the end goal? Yeah. Uh, long-term goal. Like, these are the things we can do immediately, but we also want a game plan kind of forever. Like, I want to yeah. set you up so you're good yeah. for a long time. Right. Like, a really right. long time. And you just know what to do intuitively because it makes you feel good Mm -hmm. and that's just how you live yeah and uh yeah I mean you and I had a great conversation surrounding that and like clients graduating from our programs and just needing check-ins and it's so reassuring as a coach to know that they've done all the reflecting they've done all the note-taking the journaling the questions and they've figured out essentially yeah what works for me and like I enjoy this type of food but I can I, I want to enjoy it during these periods because this works for me. It's just like you have your own system created. And, you know, it's it's nice when we reconnected to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, good. there's more coaches out there that are doing this, <laughs> especially with competitors, you know, especially with competitors. It's true. Well, yeah. and that was sort of the beauty of us reconnecting is, again, we, you know, we met on stage, literally backstage <laughs> at a competition, you know, kind of yeah. in the chaos of the, yeah. what those days look like. And I think we just waved at each other too. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we had time to actually like formally meet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy back there, people. Yeah. Um, it's a very different world. <laughs> well, you're also so much like in your own zone yes. that like, yeah, you acknowledge other people, but you're there for you. Yeah. And you know, like you kind of have your blinders on because you're kind of stressed out and yeah. like <laughs> nervous and you're like, just focus on yourself. Yeah. Uh, but being able to, I, I think I must have stumbled on your page somehow. Oh, it was for Missy. Missy. Yeah, for Missy probably. Missy Bunch, who we had on the show a couple, mm-hmm. maybe a couple months ago and who who was awesome. And if you haven't listened to the episode with her, you should. So Missy's an, another mutual friend and Missy and Alyssa, funny enough, have been friends for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was on Missy's page and I saw this and I was like, oh, I know her. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started following her and then I started seeing the stuff that she was talking about and it just, it, it resonated with me and I, I felt like we were on the same page. So that's when I yeah. reached out and I was like, we should get together. Yeah. And we got I feel lunch. like we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and then we talked for hours and then we're we like, did. let's keep in touch. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's just nice, especially locally. I mean, yes. It's, yes, I want people like this to be, you know, all over the world. But to have someone sort of in your own backyard. Totally. Is, uh, it's just nice. It's mm-hmm. really nice. And, and I, again, I want the community in which we're in to, 
you know, grow exponentially. <laughs> if possible. Like grow small? No, no, no. Exponentially. Exponentially. <laughs> uh, because yeah. it's, it's important. And it's so important. Yeah. Especially when you start to see, which I'm sure you, it's one thing when you feel it yourself. You know, sort of like as the transformation's going on and you have all this reflection time and then um, things start to get easy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is actually like totally manageable. Yeah. And not that much work. Yeah. And I feel really good like all the time. Yeah. I mean, the misconception is that it has to be that hard. Like you should feel tired. You should feel like exhausted. You should be sweating after every workout. And it's like when I stopped sweating after every workout, I was like, I feel so much better. Oh, look, clothes are fitting better, you know? Yeah, I haven't sweated in a while. Neither have I. And I sweat the other day and I was like, how how did I do this every day? I am so tired. I need to go lie down next to the foam roller because I don't even have energy to foam roll. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, looking back at all the things we used to do. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It is. Mm -hmm. It really is. The power of your mindset and the type of focus that you create and cultivate in your own head that this is is the end goal. I got to keep going. Right. Yeah. Which... Is great also, you know, when thinking about how when you're when you first meet with a client and mm-hmm. you want to sort of explain that that focus um, and sort of having that the headspace to to go into change because yes. every client that's coming to us wants to change something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a matter of like you know looking at what they want changed, but what would it would actually take. Mm-hmm. That needs mm-hmm. to be changed within their daily life. Yeah, um, but also how small you know, small steps that they can be made in. Totally. And uh, you know, being able to feel out the client and where they're at, what's comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. But then being able to sit back and watch them. Yeah. Sort of like have these clear these clarity moments. Yeah. Uh, this insight, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, yeah, like totally I'm celebrating on that side. <laughs> In the background, it's nice when clients, because I, I Skype with clients a lot, and so then they can see me sort of like be cheerleader in the yeah. screen. But sometimes if I'm just emailing after a client has mm-hmm. emailed me, I'm like, I'm literally in the back, like jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm yeah. So yeah. excited for totally. you. Totally. So excited. And it's interesting because sometimes I'll, I think this is, you probably can relate to this, reminding them of, of how much progress they have made or what type of progress this is. And um, a simple example is my client, you know, used to really fear cheese. And I was like, you know, let's have cheese in your diet. Let's do it, right? She would never binge on cheese anymore. She would, we, then after that conversation, after I allowed her, she had freedom to choose cheese. We never talked about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm totally dancing up and down. I'm celebrating because it's like when you think of the type of control we allow food to have. Oh, yeah. And then when we just literally tell ourselves, I'm going to have it. And the type of shift that that makes mentally, Mm -hmm. it's like you are so much on the path towards change and towards your goal of feeling better, looking better, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And it's something, like you said, so small. But if we just were like, let's have cheese in your diet. And they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Or or even on the flip side of that in in clients thinking, I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to to make this happen. Mm And then you realize, like, well, you don't have to do that if you don't yeah. want to. Like, we could probably figure out another way yeah. around that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I don't, I don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> like I mean, baffled. if you don't want to, <laughs> yeah. I would never make you do something that you I don't want to do. I know. And if you want someone to tell you that, then you should find somebody else because I'm not, yeah, gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's something you and I had talked about previously. Was like just that conversation of 
like it being easy they get to that point and they 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 like bring it up to us and they're like should it should it feel this easy Mm -hmm. and we're like oh yes that's such a marker of like you're doing the right thing because Mm -hmm. we're seeing other forms of progress and all of that but to actually verbally recognize that i'm making progress and it also doesn't feel really hard this is so great Uh yeah yeah sometimes i've had clients repeat what they what they've said like if they've said made a statement that was like a total aha moment Mm -hmm. i'm like hold on say that one more time yeah because sometimes they don't even realize they're saying right yeah i'm like that's huge like you need to remember what you just said Mm -hmm. because even though it just was like a casual this Mm -hmm. is what i'm acknowledging yeah like the fact that you're acknowledging that about you know a behavior pattern that you're looking at uh something that's insightful around why we do the things that we do yeah and you can see that so clearly yeah like those are the goals those are like the the markers Mm -hmm. that really make the the lifestyle adjustments and changes that we as coaches try to get people to totally that's the end goal yeah if you lose weight great yeah (laughs) bonus bonus and i that's literally what i think when clients Mm -hmm. come to me Mm -hmm. with that goal I'm like, well, yeah, sure. We'll, that, we'll make that happen. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But I know that we're going to do all of these other amazing <laughs> yeah. things also. I just don't necessarily want to tell you that right away because yeah. then you might not think that we're going to lose weight. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. It's still so at the forefront. I mean, it's still there. It's still present. Yes. But it's like attacking it from a like 10,000 other angles, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, and that's – it's it's tricky in that way too because again a, a client might not realize that that's what it's going to take mm-hmm. or that those are things that we're going to look at mm-hmm. in sort of you know doing the work right to get to right. you know put your bikini on <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> right, right 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 and uh and it's it's not always easy to just come out and say that at the beginning mm-hmm. well these are probably things we're going to need to look at or mm-hmm. you know this is going to play a role in how mm-hmm. we go about things so it's sort of planting enough seeds along the way yeah yeah feeling out the client yeah and i mean and this is also why and we've talked about this before you know i've i've thought about doing like group calls yeah um, i've thought about doing you know small group training mm-hmm. things like that but and while that can be valuable, you know, maybe to some extent someday I'll put something together like that, uh, you know. But it's hard because everything is so individualized yeah. and people go through their own journey. And I think it's important to for each individual to have that reflection time yeah. to have it be about them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to have somebody, you know, the coach or whoever sort of facilitating you through the process be the one that's kind of guiding you along and yeah. it, it's for me especially like if I'm guiding too many people <laughs> yeah I kind of want to stop like you know I'm like taking everyone on like an excursion outside yeah like, everyone wants to go to the same place but you know some a path one path might be a little different for somebody yeah. else and I can't stay on mm-hmm. the same path with everybody at the mm-hmm. same time mm-hmm. unless that's 
unless that's what we're doing right. you know i'm i'm guiding each of them on their own right it's too right. hard right right because i'm like oh but she's she should need, needs to do this but yeah, this yeah. one's ready to go over there yeah. and like i can't navigate yeah. everyone at the same time yeah yeah because then i feel like i'm being a disservice right in that way and that's such a good reflection as a coach to have <laughs> i just need more time <laughs> and me's <laughs> uh, totally <laughs> which is why you know coaches like you too sharing the same values mm -hmm. and the same personal insights you know you wouldn't be able to guide clients through this if you hadn't been on the journey some sort of journey right exactly and the right. fact that we're both still on our journeys mm -hmm. and plan to forever be mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's important too totally mm -hmm. totally i mean i think you know, both of us have had experiences with coaches that weren't weren't our cup of tea. <laughs> and in my head, I remember after finishing that relationship, I was like, I know what not to do with my clients. With any girl who wants to prep, I will not do X, Y, and Z. Like I will make sure I will make, you know, these things happen, have these types of conversations. And um, again, it gave me such clear perspective on the type of coach I wanted to continue to strive to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's funny though how that happens. Yeah, like, bad through bad experiences you realize well this is that's not the way I would do things <laughs> yeah. like, by any means. Uh, but it also says something to you know when you do want to scale things. Yes, and mm -hmm. you know we're not gonna like get into the business side of things at all. But it is it is hard when you yeah. do want to help more people. Yeah, but you only have so much time. Only so much time. <laughs> and uh you know how you can reach the most people which is why the social media platforms are super helpful yes. mm -hmm. and they can be utilized in a very effective way yeah mm -hmm. with sending the right messages and i think you know sort of both of us trying to and there's plenty of us out there yeah mm -hmm. who, who do a really good job at that mm -hmm. excuse me having a very clear message that's authentic coming from a very authentic place yeah mm -hmm. and that provides tools and some value yeah that if someone you know isn't able to get coaching one-on-one -on -one, they can still find value yeah in posts or things right. like that or i mean that's why i do the show that's probably why you do the show mm -hmm. you know just to be able to have these conversations yeah. around stuff around stuff around exactly stuff. exactly there's a lot of stuff guys yeah <laughs> Completely agree. <laughs> a lot of stuff. And uh, we kind of talked about this at the beginning when I was asking Alyssa, you know, what was her official title? Oh, yes. Because, <laughs> you know, I always want to introduce people and make them sound super cool and, you know, make sure I, I you know, title them appropriately. I don't right. want to, you know, devalue who they are or what they've done. But it's hard when you kind of, it's kind of broad. Like I said, fitness. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think when you were on my podcast, I was like, well, what do you want to be? Yeah, what is your title? You know, and it's like this whole conversation of like, how do we encompass what we are so passionate about doing, what we actually do with our clients in a way that, yeah, just encompasses all of those mm -hmm. techniques and tools and, you know, relationships that we have with them in a way that it doesn't make people assume something different. Because if I said I was a trainer, I think a lot of people initially, I mean, and I'm one of them, you initially think, oh, 24-hour fitness. You give me a workout, right. I sweat, I throw up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, when I, you know, at any kind of social engagement, it's like that conversation. They're like, what do you do? And so my title always is followed up with a pretty lengthy explanation. And they're it like, is. oh, you can't. yeah. 
it's not a straight it's not yeah i know it's kind of like well i do this but then that also kind of encompasses this right and a little bit of that and depending on the person sometimes we talk about this yeah Like there's so many hats. Yeah, so many hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're all within the same scope. Yeah. Yes, of yeah. fitness, of wellness. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, it just does complicate things a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> but it also makes it very tailorable to any client mm-hmm. in at sort of any point in their, you know, life really or level yeah. of fitness or education. Right. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Again, having gone through various journeys at this point, you know, I talk a lot about the different experiments that I've run over the years just around food and sort of different training modalities and, you know, just sort of living life normally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever that means. Yeah. And and trying to have it all be integrated. And yes, fitness is like my thing and I think mm-hmm. it will always be my thing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it's always going to fit in my life in the same way. Yes. And having flexibility around that and using that uh, that experience and that insight to then help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what's nice too about working with a client for a long period of time. You know, and I said this before, like I would prefer to work with a client and then have them like go off on their own. Yeah. You know, like be free. Go do your thing. <laughs> um, but also knowing that well, okay, well, we just did all of this work and achieved all of these things that are relevant right now. And that's not to say they're not going to be relevant in a year or two, but priorities might shift. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you had a kid or two. Maybe you your kids moved out of the house and now you have, like, all this time and you want right. to do something else. Uh, I have a couple clients who are actually getting into the fitness, into fitness now. Like, they've they've learned so much they're excited about it they want to then help people they want to mm-hmm. like pay it forward which yeah. is amazing yeah you know and so it's like okay well this is different now yeah and now we have to reframe things based off of this new totally time in your life right and like any type of goal or you know fitness goal health goal whatever it is is like just a goal like it has no attachment to like who you are it's all of the values and qualities and traits and skills and tools that you develop as a person Mm -hmm. that you want you want to like refine you know because like your life is going to change dramatically and if you know when you're tired these things happen (laughs) you're going to probably get tired multiple times in the rest of your life so it's like if you know that that you get more irritable, you get cravings, you know how to overcome those things. And I think both of us as coaches, it's so important for us to teach those things to those clients because it's those are the things that are going to be essentially carried with them throughout the rest of their life. And yes, maybe it changes, but you know where to go back and reassess. Yes. And you have the skills. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you already have like everything already sitting in you. It's just the, ma- the amount of reflection and awareness that you create around it. Right. And when to pull those things out. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I talk about the, the your toolbox a lot. And mm-hmm. I like to give clients different tools. And some of the tools you'll use every day. And some tools yeah. are like only when you go on vacation will you need that tool. And yeah. sometimes we'll figure out how to use a tool and realize, oh, well, we'll have we'll keep that in the box. But yeah. we're probably never going to need to pull it out again. Yeah. Unless like something dramatic happens in your life. Right, uh, right. But <laughs> it's nice to just know that you have a box of all the tools that you could possibly need at any given time mm-hmm. uh, as a reference. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we, and it's great when clients realize that. They're yeah. like, oh, this situation came up and then I did this. Remember when we talked about that? I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah. You yeah. use the tool. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is what I was talking about. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's very empowering. And so then empowering. As you do go through the different stages of your life and different goals and you know, when your kids are in school, it's a very different time than when the kids are out of school. Like, yeah. priorities shift. Priorities shift. <laughs> Christmas mm-hmm. time is very different than other times <laughs> of the year. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's not just like a phase of your life. It's like you, a cyclical patterns in a year even that mm-hmm. things are different. And mm-hmm. sort of being confident going into mm-hmm. any situation and knowing that you can handle it. That you can handle it. Because, it, you know, it's not always going to be easy. Right. By right. any means. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> But I'm like, just like with the, you know, I have a baby coming. <laughs> I've never done that before. <laughs> I have no idea what it's going to be like. Yeah. But I have an odd, like, comfort and confidence around the fact that I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Just, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go with it. And yeah. gather a lot of new tools yeah. from the toolbox. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely something you like exude when we talked about it. Yeah. Like I'm like, what are you going to do? Do you know what you're going to, how are you going to feel? You're like, oh, actually, I don't know. But you know what? I'm okay. I think I'll be okay. Yeah. You know? I'm kind and of it's, like excited yeah. and nervous. We'll see. And just imagine, right, <laughs> and imagine that type of mindset for any type of goal someone has, right? You always know at the end of it, you're going to have some sort of comfort. You're going to have some sort of confidence that totally. you'll be okay. It's like fitness, dieting, or I shouldn't use dieting, but any kind of like aesthetic goal. Like it's never going to seem as daunting as I think the way it's portrayed on media right now. Like oh, yeah. it's restriction. It's only eating this much. It's doing all this when it's like, if you were to just approach it the way you're approaching, you know, having a baby, it's like man, probably a lot more people would be happier and also making these long-term changes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it, enjoying the process more. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be like nose to the grind, mm-hmm. you know, in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> sort of yeah. like, you know, that you can have fun along the way. Right. If you make it that way, it doesn't right. have to be stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is stressful, then maybe that's not the best approach right now yeah and you can always stop and reflect and then adjust it Mm -hmm. doesn't i think there's like a big attachment to if you stop a program or choose not to continue or whatever that you're a failure you failed and it's like no no no. you're just trying to figure things out trying a different alternative way Mm -hmm. yeah yep (laughs) it's actually funny that you said that because i just had a a conversation with a client who she's sort of keeping an, an emotional food component to her mm-hmm. her food journaling and there was a part where she just had a little vent session which was great and she's mm-hmm. like you know i i am having a hard time with this and i feel like you're going to be disappointed mm. and i feel like i'm i'm trying to force this to work because i know you want it to and i'm like has nothing to do with me yeah yeah You know, but I'm so glad that she put that out there because then we were able to have a conversation about it. Like, listen, I'm here for whatever you need. Yeah. You know, if you want to eat however you want to eat and then I just, we just talk about it. (laughs) That's fine. You know, it's not, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't care how you eat. Yeah. Really. Right. I want you to feel good about whatever decisions you're making in your life Mm -hmm. around that because it is Mm -hmm. very relevant for Mm -hmm. her at least. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that and then that completely changed the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about, well, how do you want to eat then? Mm-hmm. You know, and then it kind of went that direction. We were able to to find, you know, just come up with like a rough game plan. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's just give it a couple of days. 
Yeah. See yeah. how it goes. But right. don't think about me when you're doing yeah. it. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I think that's what, you know, it's so interesting. I'm going like, to hold your hand regardless. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Just an FYI. <laughs> it's just so interesting how there's that misconception that, you know, um, I think it's probably been reinforced in in clients to some degree that, you know, they're going to be judged or shamed or put down because they didn't follow things perfectly. Mm-hmm. You and I had this conversation that if you follow things perfectly, it either makes our job really easy or you don't need us. You know, it like it, it doesn't leave room for you to really kind of self-reflect and really make this plan you. Like right. we're kind of giving you things and ideas and suggestions, but it's like we need your feedback to know whether or not it's going to work. And right. if it doesn't work for you because for, you know, you slept five hours and you couldn't get this done and this done, it's like, cool, okay, well, let's look at sleep. Why, you know, and we start analyzing the behaviors and the lifestyle versus like, mm-hmm oh, you're bad for not doing this. Like that's never in our lingo or our language or in any conversation we have with clients. It's more so like, oh, okay, well, why? Like, tell us yeah. why. Have this conversation with us. It's a very safe space. We're never here to mm-hmm. judge you. I mean, we failed multiple thousands of times <laughs> and have like obviously had to have those like self-reflection moments yeah. of like figuring out what's going to work. Yeah. Yep. Well, and learning how too and I would definitely went through this learning how to not be my own judge oh yeah so who, who did I have this conversation with it might have been my I sort I have like a lifestyle coach but nice. he's more lifestyle we don't talk about food okay um <laughs> just more other lifestyle stuff not quite like therapist but yeah he says he calls himself a lifestyle coach and <laughs> another um, title that another, needs elaboration <laughs> exactly nothing to do with fitness it's more <laughs> mental emotional health mm-hmm. than anything and, uh, you know, he used to say that I was my I was my own judge and jury in the court that I created for myself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, powerful. I know. So I would picture that. And so whenever I would have, I would say, make little comments or say something, he's like, are you in, are you, did you put yourself in the court? <laughs> and I'm like, I think, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's not fair. Yeah. And you're the judge and you're the jury. <laughs> of course, you're going to be hard on yourself. Why would you yeah. do that? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. You know, because yeah. no one else is doing that, and I wanted to be responsible. Yeah. Take responsibility mm-hmm. for my actions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I realized just how big of a disservice that was to myself. Mm-hmm. And in uh, the result of that, well, okay, now I'm punishing myself. So then my actions on my next steps weren't coming from a good place. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So it was a p- place of, like, punishment, and you were totally. bad, rather than a place of compassion and love. And, like, well, let's just... Don't be so hard on yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not that, that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really, the, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> right? And that's the type of space, like, you know, hearing you say that, that I know both of us confidently want clients to understand is so important to tap into. Mm-hmm. It's like, be kind to yourself, you know, have compassion, have empathy, like mm-hmm. have those types of like very out of self-love come up to surface versus like always being your own worst critic and always never seeing like that you are trying because if you're trying, you'll get somewhere. Yep. You'll get somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trying doesn't have to be anything huge. No, I know. At all. It really doesn't. doesn't <laughs> the scale of trying be... can be, yeah. Right. Very large. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah. <laughs> really good start. Yeah. <laughs> really good start. If you got right. a half an hour more sleep, awesome. Yeah. Very excited mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an upheaval of your life. Right. And if it is, I don't know if it's, the priorities aren't there. Yeah. They're not right. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very few people can do an upheaval of their life without it being too well, losing their life yeah. completely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's familiar. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why for you and I, when we meet potential new leads, like we spend a lot of time getting to know them and what their life is like, who they're surrounded by, what's their like environment like at home. And it's like, okay, how can these changes that you're wanting to make fit fit into the life you already have? Because the way we can like funnel them in, the more likely it's not going to feel hard. They'll they'll bring that conversation to us like, this is easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just makes their experience, like you said, far more enjoyable. They'll get to their goal yeah. and, and they'll have all these tools that they can take with them. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Tools for the toolbox, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always picture like a like a tool belt. With like... They're like, oh, self-compassion. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> a utility suit with like totally. all those crazy pockets with totally. like a little knickknacks and like yeah. random things that you're like, what's that for? Like, well, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because you never know when you're going to need stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to just be like oh i have something for that right you know yeah especially when a client comes with like a particular scenario you're like well this is coming up or like a vacation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. especially it's spring this time of the year is very busy because the weather's getting warmer the sun is out people realize they're gonna start wearing less clothes <laughs> and there's sort of this like urgency and sometimes slight panic that you know new year's happened a long time ago now. <laughs> And they haven't done as much as they wanted to right. or thought that they could or should or started to and then didn't work out. And now there's like, well, what do I do now? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, the same thing that we would have done back in January, likely. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and instead we can just come up with game plans to kind of deal with these vacations that are coming up or mm-hmm. different scenarios or kids are out of school. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Sort of things. And uh because again, we these different patterns come up, and we need to know how to navigate them all. And that's right. not to say that you can still work for your towards your goal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many things. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> well, we're getting close to the end of our time. I okay. We already talked for a long time. Okay. It's so many things to talk about. I know. I'm probably just gonna have to have you back. Okay. <laughs> because there's like things on my list that we didn't get to talk about. I know. We hardly talked about competing and that whole spiel. Well, you could see how off, like out of our mind, it's like we're not even there anymore. <laughs> like, what's I know, that? <laughs> Don't I do know. it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> do it if you want, just for the right reasons. Right. Uh, but we should, and we definitely wanted to talk about sort of the competition world uh, because it is competition season. It has yeah. begun. Yeah. It is definitely in the works, and there's a lot of things that you know, people should be aware of and and consider before they commit to that and and all of that jazz. So we might just have to plan for another time to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. And in the meantime, where can people find you? Um, so I do I probably post on Instagram the most. So Instagram it's a Chang PT. Um, I have a website, coachalissachang.com. I do have a Facebook page that is also HNPT um, that I probably just share a lot of my um, Instagram videos and yeah. things like that on. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll we'll put all of her links and details in the show notes so that people can can go and find you. Yeah. So I, I do suggest you go and find her. <laughs> Thank you, I Alex. Mean, 
if anything, like if you like movement based stuff mm-hmm. and, and like very clear, simple, easily digestible movement information, it's mm-hmm. she's not going to be like, oh, go to jump around, do a bunch of 20 yeah. box squats. It's not like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. If that's what you want. Don't go there. <laughs> if you want like some actual useful information. <laughs> You can apply to your everyday life and feeling and moving better. Go there. Yes, moving better, moving yes. better and well. And yeah, yes. Then check her out by all means. Um, and we'll just have to have you back on again. I would love that in the future. So, yeah. is there anything else you'd like to say before we um, wrap up? Yeah, thank you. I think number one, I think something about media when we talked a little bit about media is that you know they're. You know, fortunately reconnected us because mm-hmm. I said we had like a very brief passing in our competition yeah. years. And um, it's so nice to how weirdly you end up connecting with people yeah. years down the road. Mm-hmm. And then everything that we've worked on individually, having these wonderful conversations about like what we're trying to do with the people that we get an opportunity to work with. Yeah. So it's just so nice to have media in that sense and to reconnect with you and to have you and for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you so absolutely. much. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Yeah, coming course. all the way out here. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far, but you know, <laughs> far enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for being on the show. Yes, thank and you. thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Her Body. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Her Body on Body IOFM with your host, Alex Navarro. And if you'd like to hear more, log on to body.io. We'll be back next time with more information about women's health and performance. <laughs>